He had uh, the second longest play offensively. Uh, Marvin Mims had the longest, that 50-yard when he was interfered with. Uh, but the 49-yard uh, play of Johnson was the second longest. He ends up with uh, two receptions for 58 yards. Lil Jordan, four reception for 57 yards. Um, and both did a good job with their targets. Um, I mean, you look at all three of those guys, just yeah. like you said. I mean, two for 51, two for 58, four for 57. Brandon Johnson, Lil Jordan, Humphrey, Marvin Mims. I mean, right? Solid. So, Solid. Yeah, I mean that's that's a good audition. You're trying to make the football team, and you're, you're you know a guy like Brandon Johnson who got hurt early in camp. I mean, look, you might get one shot. Do not miss this opportunity, Mom Spaghetti. So, and I think he uh, look he, he took advantage of it. It yeah. was a nice catch. He I did. thought it was going to be intercepted. That one to Stidham, kind of he was going from the right to the left or mm-hmm. something like that, mm-hmm. and, and it was it was right over that, that defensive back's um, outstretched arms. But that was a nice play. You need explosive plays in the NFL. So I, I so where are you at? Who, who, give me give me. Do you think they keep five or six? Oh, I think they'll keep five. I think they'll keep five. Yeah, I, I think I agree. I think Marquez Callaway probably is an odd man out. Brandon Johnson, Lil Jordan. No slot, no no slot receiver. I mean, no slot receiver again, again. Just can't get right. Just just can't find that that position. And I think Judy, you know, eventually can be you know uh, serviceable in the slot. Been saying that for a while though. Inside and outside, like yeah, they'll move yeah, him inside yeah. and outside. Um, and well, that's that's where he caught his touchdown in the in the true, preseason game. True, true, was in the slot. So I, I think he he's got what it takes. You know, he's not a true slot receiver, but. You know, you'll have one to leave him outside yeah. um, in certain situations. So he'll, they'll they'll move him all around, but just you know, once again, uh, and and the other the other position, the tight end position. How do you feel about that? <sighs> Not thrilled. Not thrilled. I mean, you're gonna you're gonna keep uh, Dulcich. You're gonna keep uh, 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 Adam Troutman, and then I, I I think we think they're gonna keep Albert O. What? Well, how do you feel about? Troutman and Dolchitz, I think. Let's just start with the two. I'm not worried about the other guys. I think, I think honestly, like, I think we're so close to the situation here in Denver, you can talk yourself into maybe seeing something that's, yeah. you know. Get you excited about Troutman? Really good and exciting. But then you look at the NFL landscape, like, where would that duo fall right now in preseason, you know, forecast for a, a, a one and a two tight end? I don't know, probably 22nd? Yeah. Like, we're, we're, the bar is so low, too. Yeah. It is. It's been it is. so low around here for that position. But, again, like no true slot receiver and tight ends kind of like hopefully Dolchitz can take a step forward. And Adam Troutman, like you know, he's been a veteran player that really hasn't done a whole lot. Are we going to be midway through the season saying they still don't have a slot and they still don't have a legitimate tight end? I hope not. That's the fear. Yeah. D- D-Mac, Matt Smith, what's In up, the house? What's up, guys? How you doing? Man, you need that Wi-Fi. I'm telling you what. There's action all over the place during those games. You've got to right. get that Wi-Fi going. Did, did they do that this year? Because I thought I read on 9 News that that was for next year. Are we 100% on that Were one? Were you at the game? No, but oh. I was listening to you guys yeah. talking about the Wi-Fi. I read it in the <laughs> Broncos I wanted, to, I wanted okay. to know like, right, how, so it, how it was. I, no, uh, the Wi-Fi if you went to the game. Uh, you have to, right, nowadays? Like, I'm, in, I'm, in, I'm in Ball Got Arena. To. I'm in Ball Arena looking for that action. Dude. And I can't get, like, it's like, oh, my gosh, Wi-Fi. Damn, yeah. Wi-Fi. Like, come on. That's I mean, really that's, bad that, at, at, that, at that is That is, like, at, at the highest of levels of, of customer service that I think that consumers, fans want. 
Let me get on my phone, whether it be social media stuff. That's the other that, one. All of that yeah. stuff, right, where I can get on my phone and do what I need to do. If not, I, I'm just going to stay at home. My Wi-Fi is fine at home. Going yep. to that game has got to be better than sitting on your couch. And that's hard. Because your couch. Yes. Your couch. Right. Especially. It's free. It's free. And it's the best in-home product of any of the professional right. sports we have. I mean, you can watch every game. Just, well, walk us through being on Stokely's couch for the uh, late start games. Um, well, what's that like? Well, if it's, a, it. if it's a Broncos, I mean, game on, then you know, I'm hunkered down. I got to watch just the Broncos. Okay. Yeah, oh, but really? If, yeah, yeah. Nothing else going? No, You're, I mean, I got to watch the Broncos. Yeah, the Broncos. You don't have you an just, iPad? You don't have a phone out? Uh, you don't have no, a little uh, no, do you? Do you? Oh, hell yeah. Do I got to stay focused. Oh. I like to be focused yeah, on one. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I'm locked in on one game. That's oh, like in the morning games. Morning games. Um, I like to, um, I usually like to just pick one game and watch it and kind of, and then flip to it. Like once it goes to commercial. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. How I like Scott, Han- Scott Hansen is my spirit. Animal. He's yeah. the man. I cannot wait mean? for red zone on Sunday. Oh my God. I'm not a red zone guy. Really? But no. You've, you've, you've thought Whoa. out to it a little bit a over little, the years. Got, got, Cause when last we first year. started the show, you were like, right. I don't, I'm not doing that. That's like, that's not real football. I want to see the play by play. Exactly. I want to get the full effect of the game. Um, so, but I've always got two screens. Like the Broncos, I'll watch by itself, yeah. but I'll be watching Red Zone while I watch the Broncos. I'm yeah. not going to miss out in the rest Maybe of the Maybe I league. need to evolve to that. You know what they've done I mean, for the show? Really you want to beat me and pick them this for, year. Oh, 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 oh. This is a gauntlet. Ah. What they've done for the high price high rollers is not only do you have the new restaurant and the new screen, they even hire people to pretend to be your wife and kids to disrupt you during the game <laughs> oh, to make it look like you're more at home. Oh, yeah. So they, they that just Walmart come down. experience. Yeah, they just come down. They have two kids just getting a fight in front of you. They Perfect. have. Have your wife talk about, you know, doing this, that, the other thing out of, out of random. I mean, they just do it all. And for the ladies that love football, they got the husband who won't fix anything. He comes down and bugs you. No, it is. It is. You know, they want to make you feel like you're at home. The um, Have, have you all seen the big screen? I, I mean, saw the, the picture of it. I haven't picture? seen it in person. It looks pretty impressive. I, I wonder it how is it is literally looks. the entire south end zone. Like, it's from side to people side. people will just end up watching that instead of the field, right? Which is fine. They're okay. in the stadium. Right. A lot of people don't have great seats anyway. If you're sitting up in that third deck, shoot, man. Yeah. I, I would absolutely be watching that from time to time. Hey, last uh, last thing before you guys. Uh, well, yeah, a couple more minutes. But um, has Jokic drank every drink oh. that could be drunk at a boy in the, the land of Serbia? He is enjoying it, isn't he? It's well, a, good for him. I mean, like, that's awesome. Well, what is your take on the Jokic offseason? I love it. I mean, look, this guy's been grinding. And he was MVP, you know, two years ago. <laughs> And they finally got over the hump. He's been question after question after question um, about, you know, could he get it done? He's not a superstar, this and that. And then he did it, and he did it on the biggest stage. I mean, enjoy it all offseason long, the, the, right? The, the one in the m- middle of the road. Walk me through that one. Did you see the middle of the road one? Yeah, I, yeah I there's, a, I band, there's one. a band playing on the side of the road. He had to get out and, you know, give him a little encouragement. Probably Zach, threw a little see, bit in the good guitar case. Did you see the middle of the road one? No, did not. I've been uh, MIA for the last three days or four days. He, he's in the middle of the road. With Aaron Gordon, by the way. Well, okay, yeah, Gordon's on a, quite a European sabbatical as well. Wouldn't you? Here's my take, is when you win a championship, you have the right to do whatever the hell you want. And if that means drink all summer, then go ahead, big fella. He you still looks it. like he's in of good course. shape. It doesn't look like, oh, my gosh, he gained 20 pounds again. Oh, no, no, no. He's He'll be absolutely positively fine. La- last one for you guys. Real serious last one. Even though I'm not a huge Little League World Series fan. The kid hit a walk-off home run to win the Little League World Series. Grand Slam, right? Louis no, Lappy. no. It wasn't a Grand Slam. I thought no, it was the kid Grand from, Slam. the kid from Curacao. Oh, tied it up. Tied it gotcha. up with a Grand Slam. And then 12-year-old, 6'1", 170-pound Louis Lappy. 
somehow, uh, you know, smoked one Zach to left field. Like it. it, it was like the it. first home run. Oh. He's down on the walk-off. It was the first home oh, run. Sal allowed all tournament. Well, that's, there you go, Matt. Yeah. Zach, you've got a problem with the walk-off? He didn't like it. Well, that's what I would call Jokic's offseason. Yeah, that's Shaquille. a good way to put it. Attaboy. That's a good one. When, when Shaq won his first championship, uh, he did not touch a basketball and said, I'm not going to touch a basketball. And that was the first initial fracture when he comes back to training camp and Kobe never left the gym. And you have these two young, this dynamic of one guy who's doing the Jokic, like, I just won a championship. I'm doing whatever I want. And then the other guy's like, I just won my first championship. I want to be the greatest player of all time. Yeah. And that was the, the, the initial fracture there. But that, that's what Jokic's offseason has looked like to me. Very Shaquillian. Hey, what's, what's, really, uh, what's the number on that uh, CUTCO game? What, what 20 we, right now. Is it 20? Well, it it's went 20. down a little bit then. Yeah, right? it was 20, it 20 and, 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 and a half, and it went down to 20 in some you places. You going to vibe on that yet, Zach? <sighs> yeah. I, I, well, I'm still trying to figure out my final decision. But I just, oh, man, the hype train from the Broncos burned me last year in such a way <laughs> that I just, I don't, I don't know. I Offensive line, defensive line. That's my biggest questions with CU. Skill positions, they're like they look like they're fantastic, but if you can't stop the run and you can't run the ball, those are my biggest questions along with the depth of the team because guys are going to get hurt. I so, did a huge deep dive into TCU this weekend. That game is going to be closer than people think. Yeah, and that's not black and gold glasses. Okay. That TCU team really? is not the same. We will we'll get into it later. A little tease. You're going to want to listen. All right, I'll, well, I'll, I'll, I'll just I'll tell listen. you right now. I think I'm on the show. Yeah, <laughs> it wasn't talking to you. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry it, about that. There happen to be more than just the three of us in this room what? listening right now. I know. I know. After 15 years, you think that maybe nah. you might pick up on that. 15 years, I get I get smarter or I get dumber, not smarter. Clearly, I, I couldn't even figure that out. We'll see, man. I I I have the I have the questions. Um, just about you know what the other thing is too. Like it's been thrown together in such a way. How do they react when stuff goes bad? Because stuff's going to go bad. They're going to lose more games than they win. And what, is the team built on you know a a, a, a solid bedrock of foundation? Or midway through, are those guys uh, becoming mercenaries? Because it's kind of been built mercenary style. Yeah. Like the biggest overhaul in the history of college football. It's being pitched not on NIL, but sort of the dream of the league. Come play for prime. And is that sustainable uh, through adversity? Because adversity mm. is coming. Well, here we go. We got to count this countdown week. Oh, with five countdown. days to count. Dude, Come I am on. So, I'm so fired. Man. Like, what, what is the first, first game? Did I already miss it? Did it already yeah, happen? Zero. Yeah, week it was, zero. This week was Navy and Notre Dame. Oh, and what happened there? USC. And Notre Dame blew the tires off of Navy. 42-3. Okay. to three, USC beat San Jose State over the weekend. And if you're interested in San Diego State. What was State, that scored, you know? Yeah, it was 56-28. to 28. Oh, I'm kind of root for the Spartans. Caleb Williams, 18-25, 278 yards, four touchdowns. Okay. Yeah, he's he's, he's, right. he's the he truth. Was, I mean, he looks fantastic. We'll see. No, I'm saying in general, him as a prospect. Okay. Um, uh, he's the truth this year. Listen, this is where everybody gets weird about quarterbacks. You only have the year that's in front of you. Mm-hmm. you. You can't, you know, we can't get in time machines here and go three or four. So you say he's the truth. Yeah, damn right he's the truth. He's the best option this year. So I'm not mad at you, but the oh, concept sounds of, like you are. Well, nah, this is more of a Are you down with Caleb Williams? You know, I'm not sold on Caleb Williams. There's well, a difference. That's, that's, yeah, guess yeah. what? If like you that. need a quarterback... If you need a quarterback... I didn't say that either. I I'm got just you. as him, the person. I, I got you, but you can't choose when you suck. And if you need a quarterback... He'll be the first overall. Wrap your heads it, around it, Caleb it, Williams and hope and pray. It would have to be someone else having a meteoric rise and him having a 
Spencer Rattler type regression. Like, yeah, where he's just like, wait, oh my gosh, listen, what are we looking at here? If Drake May or whoever the other two guys that pop up, you know, are better, then, then do it. Everybody that's ripping like the Niners about the bust and the Trey Lance thing, hey man, they gave it a shot. It didn't work out, but they need, maybe they need to do better evaluation or development or whatever, but they did what they thought it took. And also, they got their guy. They yeah, got they their got guy. Lucky. Whatever they oh did he just happen to show up the facility and knock on the door and get drafted? Aren't you the one who's always claiming that the seventh round flyers are getting lucky? It's unbelievably lucky, but you got to put. They got their guy with Brock Purdy. Yeah, at the end of the day, they did. Man, I don't know if he's the guy. Well, they think they did. They at least they think they did. I'll tell you this: it would not shock me at all for one of two reasons if Sam Darnold starts more games for the Niners this year. Oh, that's a fun one. Where's that prop at? Uh, It's about sixty to one or something like that. Is that out there? First, Darnold. (laughs) Get out of here! Before they established (laughs) that Brock came back and then Sam was the backup, he did have odds. uh, Was it fifty to one? I forget for comeback player of the year. Oh, okay, okay. He can play a little bit. There, there's I, a little untapped potential there. I think I, 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 I'm a bit of a truther with, with Darnold. I just I think you got to look at <laughs> situation. Awesome. I think I you got to look at situation. He's been in two terrible situations, and I wonder with a running game and that defense and his mobility um, if they could win some games. We'll I, I, I love the fact that you think the, the the Broncos blew it by not getting Trey Lance. I absolutely love that. Do you, that bl- that, do you feel that way? No, not that they blew it, but uh, if you if you were to ask a fourth round pick for for Trey Lance, a, a quarterback. In this, you know, under Sean Payton, because it's a quarterback position, the guy was just taken third in two two drafts ago. Because it's a fourth round pick, I'd I say yeah. Agree, couldn't agree with yeah. you more. And, and, and take, it, take the chance. What do you got to lose? A fourth round pick? Yeah. A fourth round, that's, a third round, that's a maybe That's the right. Hamilton. So, right, exactly. And I know there's other good examples there, but I know this: if the Broncos are out of it and there's five games left, yeah. it'd be a new season with Trey Lance out there from an interest standpoint. Yeah. yeah. Kind of like Drew Locke at the end of 2019 or whatever it was. Um, that would have been fascinating. Invest in the quarterback position. It's not that crazy. But in terms of things that are crazy, well, Matt's here. So we'll get to uh, we'll, we'll roll with that coming up next. Denver Sports Station, 1043 The Fan presents The Drive. It's DMAC, it's Matt Smith. I'm bringing sexy back. And here's feedback, sexy. Don't know Got KJ yeah. in the roll call. There's chicken fingers looking at country music. And it's time to let's go. Everybody dance. Hey, last time I checked, we won. Are you kidding me? I'm excited to be uh, chopping out with you today, Matt. Under a, I'm thrilled. Under the uh, the guise and in the the reflection, the afterglow of a uh, butt kicking of the Rams of epic proportion. Oh. oh. God, my God, just just fills you fills you up with the warm uh, and fuzzies, I, I, I doesn't it? I tell you, the way those guys that aren't going to make the team beat the other guys that didn't aren't going to make a team was it was a hell of a performance uh, in that second half from a lot of insurance salesmen. <laughs> really, I mean, really good. There stuff. are going to be so many softball teams that are about to get so good. 
I, I, I'm telling you, it's going to be unreal. Hey, bro, turns out I didn't make the 53. <laughs> if, I, I'll, it looks like I'll be free on Tuesdays. What time is the car dealership softball game? I don't know. Some may end up on practice squads and other places. Sure. Oh, man. Kendall Hinton, no, our Hall of Famer. Were you upset? Man. Were you upset about that one? I was surprised by it. Were yeah. you? You were surprised by it. I was. Yeah, I thought. I thought. He, well, after the Judy thing, man, I thought he was going to make the team. You after, were, you were surprised by it? after Saturday night, it was pretty clear to me that he wasn't. He didn't perform very well on Saturday night. Sean Payton has, and that's the one thing is Broncos country. You, you kind of have to remove any emotional attachment you have to any of these guys because Sean Payton isn't coming in with that. You know, Kendall Hinton wasn't there for Sean Payton when Sean Payton needed him. Sean Payton's just evaluating him based upon offseason where he was uh, injured. Help me out with your analysis. Okay. He had two targets. Yeah. Were they his fault? Whose fault? Kendall Hinton. He, he dropped said, he dropped one and one was the sideline probably uncatchable. Man, man, you're tough. You're a tough critic. I'm, that's just what happened. Two, two, two targets. He had two. two targets. Why is he not on the team, guys? So he's been on the air for uh, on the team for for years and years and years. Man, that's tough, isn't damn. it? Isn't that tough? He dropped that. Isn't pass. that tough? He dropped that pass. Well, I think you saw little Jordan Humphrey, and I think you saw Marvin Mims prove that. The reason why they drafted him, he they sh- he showed a little bit of that for the first time, right? Some of that speed, the the ability to take the top off of the defense, and Brandon Johnson, man, that kid has had some really bad luck with ankle injuries. Mm-hmm. He was able to step up and make a few plays. So I thought you had Brandon Johnson, little Jordan Humphrey, and even Marvin Mims stepped up and showed you that he could produce. I think they're all three. Well, Marvin Mims, we already know, but I think that you got Brandon Johnson, and little Jordan Humphrey on this fifty three right now. The question is. Is there a fifth if Judy cannot play week one? And I heard the Stokely and Zach show going through their 53-man, and maybe we'll do that on our own here a little bit later, but Kendall Hinton and and Montreal Washington would technically be battling it out if you were looking at internal candidates for that fifth spot in week one. Problem is, you got to carry Judy. So at some point, you're going to have to pick up somebody else. That's where I think the Broncos go looking at cut-down day. I think you probably have a couple of positions that they try to add to, Wide receiver, I bet you they look around the league. All right, well, okay. Also, hey, um, should wives have their own podcast of professional athletes? What's wrong with that? You got a problem with wives now? I'm looking at the lead headline of ESPN.com. Matthew Stafford's wife thinks her husband doesn't connect with teammates. She's got plenty of time on her hands. I'll tell you that much. She's got her own podcast. Uh, the morning after with Kelly Stafford. And she is, it's kind of crazy. Matthew's been in the league a long time. He's like, the difference in the locker room has changed so significantly. They have a lot of rookies on their team. They're very young. But he's like, I feel I can't connect. I- I'm sorry. I'm-, I'm sorry. Your wife on a podcast said that? She said that about her own husband. No, no, no. I saw the, I saw the quote where Matthew Stafford, quote-unquote, admittedly said he's having trouble connecting with younger teammates that he doesn't relate to. But he said that on her podcast? No, 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 no. She said it about him <laughs> on her podcast. That would be the worst. The living worst. KJ, still, you good? Oh, KJ's fine. Good. She doesn't have a hey, podcast. Man, is your wife dropping her own podcast? Soon. Spilling the beans about you and how you're connecting with people? Just, no, she will not. She ain't doing that? Such a thing. Nope. No? You sure? Positive. It's a good idea, though, isn't it? Maybe I should float it her way. A little <laughs> side hustle for her, you know? Oh, man, are, are we, we, well, we all cool with that? Like, the wife just dropping a good? All right. 
So she's doing a podcast, and she probably shared more than she should have. It's the head lead story on ESPN.com <laughs> right now. Is that really? Is it's that the really? number one story shame on ESPN. On, shame on ESPN for that story. Wife, colon, Stafford <laughs> struggles to gel with young Rams. Who cares? Honestly. I don't know. It's the lead story wait, on wait, ESPN. Wait, so, so you loved it when the Kelsey brothers dished on everything last year, but the wife... No, I have no problem. Well, they're, they're talking I said, about let them, her do what she wants to do. They're talking about yeah. themselves. Well, yeah, but they're not talking about their wives. Yeah, who cares? Everybody's got a podcast. No, you know? no. For the record, I actually, yeah. to be fair, I don't care. I think it's awesome. Sounds like you care. I was going to say, no, you sound sounds like you care. Like you care. Yeah. No, I don't care. No. I wonder if Matthew Stafford cares. Me thinks thou doth protest too much, D Mac. Hey, man, just everything that goes wrong with the Rams, I'm into. Just like let's get revenge. For Christmas Day? Oh, for the Christmas Day. So massacre. did you feel a sense of catharsis after the 41 nothing preseason sure. win where the second teamers looked a lot better than the Rams second teamers who didn't want to be there? Hey, man, I will take it. I'm sure the fans that were there with little drool coming down their lip as they're watching that new TV. That's right. <laughs> I'm sure they... All those points. Let, well, hold on. Time out. What are we even doing here, Matt? <clears throat> Let's talk to the sweet holder. Drew Spivak. Oh, who, that's uh, right. That's right, Drew. Yeah. Uh, how was uh, how was that experience for you and the it was, the Lati Dogs? It was it was delightful. Um, the scoreboard is every bit as big as everybody's making it out to be. It's kind of ridiculous. Yeah, but uh, yeah, it's great. Stadium looks great. Suites were great. Everything was everything was great. Game was great. D- is the is the screen so great? I use that word like five times. Yeah, so I'll stick yeah. with it. Is it so great? That you find yourself just watching that and not no, the field? No, no. It's not like Jerry World. Because, you know, like Jerry World, they got the big jumbotron that's in the like middle. over in the middle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, I've been to a game, at, a Cowboys game at the new stadium, and I've seen that screen. That one, you definitely do find yourself watching if you're sitting up high. But, no, I mean, it's it's, it's easier to see everything, and it's but you're still watching the action on the field. Now, where I was at, I was in the north end zone. So North End Zone. Well, North, that should have been a great view, then. Yeah, so it was a perfect view of it. But where, yeah. you know, when the play gets down a little bit more, you know, inside the red zone on the other side of the field towards the south stands, then, yeah, you start to look a little bit more at the Jumbotron than you would. How's the butler the, service in the in the North End Zone? It's delightful. Is it? Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's are, really good. Are the are the bidets functional at this point, or are they saving those for the regular season? Uh, those are for the regular season. Okay. Playoffs, most likely. How much do you have to tip the guy in the bathroom who cleans everything up for you? Well, he uh, gives you a mint, too. Don't shortchange yeah, yeah, well, it. Yeah, like, I was going to say, who... who, who well, make sure they got wasn't that guy. I'm not saying. So you're working side yeah, jobs as the yeah. Wait, wait. As the wait, Porta John no, attendant. Kidding, no. What are you talking about? How do you think I got in there? Come on now. <laughs> All right. Well, listen. If you had, I'd love to hear from folks in terms of you know you can call, you can text 303-713-1043. What do you think? How was it? Did you enjoy the experience? I think that's as important as the score. But I'll take the score. I'll take it, Matt. I'll take it. And at DenverSports.com over the weekend, I wrote about how the Broncos gave up one, two, three. Un, deux, trois. Uno, dos, tres. Three points in the first six quarters of the first three games. You know what I'm saying? Like the half. The times that mattered. The first half of three preseason games. Matt, they gave up three points. The defense gave up three points. And and this whole, like, the final score of the game crap, it doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter. You want to build a culture. You want to feel good. Yada, yada, yada. It's better to win than lose. I get it. But you know what you really want to do when your starters or main people are playing? You want to play well. The Broncos defense, Matt, gave up three, three points in the first half of three preseason games. It's pretty good. In two preseason games. They didn't, three. They didn't play in the last one, pal. 
I don't care. Whoever the star, the main people out there were. Okay, they're not the Broncos starters. I don't care. They're they're backups. They're whatever. Okay. In the in the quarters that mattered, okay. there were six quarters that mattered. Six that mattered. The Broncos defense in those six quarters that mattered gave up three points. You three. So you think the first half mattered the other night? I do think the first half matters. Yeah, I think that you you know you pr- prepare for it. You put out your better players for it. Whoever your better players who are playing for it. And you can only play what's in front of you. I don't care about the final scores of the game. But you know what? I would care if I was the Rams and I got shellacked. I actually would care about If you got pumped 41 goose, yeah, you care. Yeah, I mean, like, what are we doing here? Yeah. Well, they didn't look like they wanted to be there at all. Well, they they worked hard and they played well on Wednesday and Thursday. Job done. Yeah. Yeah, probably. But, but, But whatever. You can only take what's in front of you. So how does the first half matter? Because those, I can explain it to you. You explain if, it to if me. you're confused by it. I am confused, but I'm encouraged by the Broncos. I'm excited for them. I'm thrilled that you know Drew was eating caviar and brie. I think that's amazing. And uh, man, oh man, oh man, Kelly Stafford's podcast. This is the drive on the fan. It's the drive on Denver's Sports Station, 104.3 The Fan. Hey, we got to, got to review the new um, Skip show. What? How about we do that? <laughs> KJ, you're already what? rolling your eyes. That's bad advice. Hey, man, how about we do that in about 15 minutes? We're on 2.45 or 2. We review the new uh, Undisputed show. That I is going to be oh my God. horrible radio listening. I can't wait. Stick around uh, for that. Here's Aaron Andrews, what CU's going to wear on week one. Let the marketing department know when they're done with this. I want to bring it to Colorado. He wants it. Um, Look good, feel good, play good, right? Greg, you talked about all the hype that's surrounding Coach Prime. He wanted me to give a little preview, you know, about this. All white unis versus TC. Gold like people have never seen before. New Nike cleats. Every NFL player he said is calling and asking for him. I'm having a hard time hearing that, but uh, wait, 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 wait. You, you just, you bailed on the end of it. The end of it. I couldn't hear her. She said that the players uh, are going to. Well, I can get to the end, get of it. the end of it. All right, here we go. You promise? Oh, you, you are, anyway, the point was is that players, you missed it. You, you, you went too far. I went the too point, far. You went too far. I can go back a little bit, Matt. What, what gold piece am the I trying point to is, the players oh. are going to be walking in in shades. Oh, why don't we just conclude that? All right. I was the one who put that on there. The players are walking in in shades. Apparently. This is the first awesome. I'm hearing of it because everybody, the NIL deal, everybody's got sunglasses. So I don't know if this means walking in from the buses, like into the stadium. If that's the case, we're good. You know, we're Gucci. I got no issues there. If, if you're talking about coming out of the tunnel without helmets on and every kid is wearing sunglasses... Hey, man, I mean, if, if that's what it was, because we don't know exactly what it means, you tell me which sounds more Coach Prime. Everybody gets off the buses and sunglasses. That's nothing. Or walking into the walking field in, the stadium. in full uniform full and sunglasses. Uni. Full uni and sunglasses. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's no helmets. Gonna, I think that's what's going to happen. And, like, you walk in. They you are going to be. just walk in. You don't, you don't run and just walk in. They are going to be asking for it, D-Mac. I mean, I can see it now. Can't you see it now? You go down there, you get pummeled, and you got the all the all the videos, the pictures of the kids in shades, just talking so much on the way in. But you know what? I'm behind it. 
Just get on the roller coaster. Oh, yeah, man. Let's, Let's go. go. Lean into it. At Are this you point, me? if you put your social media handle on the back of your uniform, Let's go. screw it, man. Sunglasses, why not? At this sure. point, I half expect Ralphie to come out like a diamond-crested face mask with some big-ass chain. Like, well, come on. Like, where's yeah, a little what, slag, what slag is, factor? What is gold like you've never seen before? What does that mean? The numbers of the jerseys yeah. are going to be gold instead of black, which is actually a pretty big change. So they're going to go with the white look, all white, which they, they changed the helmet a little bit, too, and they're going to have gold numbers. And I saw a little snippet of the uniforms. They look nice. Hey, uh, KJ, are, are you a get-off-my-lawn guy on this, or are you cool with this? You're asking get for off it, my man. lawn. I, I, get I, off my lawn. I, I can I, hear it. I, I am no, no no I am cool with it, believe it or not, because I want to see you to sustain the hype that has been built up about them all season. Walk into it. I want you to I want the chest out. I want the well, sunglasses out, on, baby. All right. They're on. I'll just tell you this. You can't go in there all wearing shades and lay an egg. <laughs> You gotta go at a bare minimum and cover the spread. If you can't tell, you realize I think they're setting themselves up. Right? Oh, who oh, doesn't? Of course. Right? Of course. Uh, here we are. We got the gold and we got the sunglasses. And the, there's a fifty burger on us in the first half. Not gonna happen that way. Not gonna happen that way. We can get into it. I, you know, TCU. I don't man. know what's gonna happen. It's a college football game, dude. You, know, t- you don't know what's gonna happen. I don't. Nobody knows what's gonna happen. Fox, Joel Klatt, nobody knows what's going to happen. They're basically two new teams. That was nobody, what I was. That I was love what people I found who will out. tell me they know. They know they've they've not played a, a real game. I know they've not. Who knows what's going to happen? I can't wait. Yeah, that makes it exciting. Be there in Fort Worth uh, on the um, RamosLaw.com text line. Who cares about the? Oh my God, this guy. Who cares about the new screen for the Broncos? Seriously, who cares about this? And why? Neil. Oh, my Lord, dude. Is it going to help him win football games? <laughs> the, the, what? The, 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 the scoreboard? No. Is it got a jersey? Which no, number is it wearing this year? Of course, here? of course not. I'm guessing that's why Neil's upset. Of course not. Neil, just like, who cares? I hear you, Neil. Who cares about the scoreboard? I think it's cool, man. I think it's a great addition. Sunglasses are bound to go over as well as Let's Ride, Broncos Country. All I thought when I first first heard that last night, and by the way, that all happened during the Saints and Texans preseason game in which Fox was just pumping out the Coach Prime propaganda, the big noon kickoff commercials. There you go, Prime riding a buffalo. They pulled out all the stops. They had the fake buffalo in the end zone this is it's it is a dystopian experience right now for me it feels like it's a bit of an out-of-body experience like what is happening here this is pathetic dmac prime is making an absolute clown show out of that university oh my clown show let me ask you this how'd they do last year going one and 11 setting football back 100 years was that a clown show that that's the definition of my clown show man people are just like People are they're, 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 they're waiting on him to fail. This is the thing. This is exactly what Russ did. He came in. He puffed his chest out with absolutely nothing to back it up. No substance to draw from, right? Broncos country, let's ride. Yeah, that's <laughs> what it was. The four Lombardis, it's the same thing. You could be falling into the same trap. I tell here. you what is going to make everybody feel better. Let's just dance like Jokic for a little bit. And he kind of squints his eyes. And he kind of does like a, it's like a, a big chicken dance. You know, he's kind of. That's because he's feeling in his bones. His hands and his, his bones. bones. He 
he's singing. It's a jam right here. Hands are going side to side. He's in the middle of a road. Who knows why he's in the middle of a road? When that rajka is flowing, anything hits, man. Anything hits. So I'll tell you this. Anytime today that everybody's like, grr and er and whatever, all we have to do is play some Jokic music. And smile. Hey, 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 hey. Do it up, KJ. Hey, 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 hey. Oh, now it's over. All right, we'll oh. get to the uh, skip. Oh, I cannot wait to review the skip show. Oh, it's going to be good. I can't. Are you guys pumped to review the yeah. skip show? Don't anticipate being able to understand anything they oh, say. Don't Just give understand the tone. Don't give anything away. But we got Richard Sherman, who I thought hated Skip. Doesn't hate that paycheck. Michael Irvin. Keyshawn John. Did you hear what Keyshawn? What? He had a great weekend. And then we got Skip. Skip Bayless on his new show. Or he thought it was his new show. <laughs> yeah, we'll get to it coming up next. Good morning, it's Weezy F S one. We're gonna have uh, skip the BS. Ah. Everybody at the BS. Yeah. All I spit is F A C T S. Oh. Skip me less. Yes, say less. Top under top impact. Every day flex. We got it. We got the point, Wayne. <laughs> so the new one's disputed show. What does Skip Bayless got himself into? Man, it's tough. You know, you break up with that thing you've been with for a long time. So they bring on Richard Sherman, who I thought hated him. A cast of characters try and replace the one you lost. Uh, AJ knows what I'm talking about. You know, uh, usually uh, after you get a divorce, you kind of want to just go f- uh, pick up where you left off. Uh, so uh, here's Skip Bayless. Hit doing what he does best. There it is. But he's bringing on three guys at the same time? I thought it was supposed to be a rotation. Uh, that's <laughs> that's what, what I'd heard. Hey, first off, if that's what he likes, it's what he likes, all right? Oh. <laughs> 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 oh you, you deserved a drum snare there. The uh, All right, so he brings out Richard Sherman. He used to hate him, but I guess, you know, now he's, he's all right. They bring out um, uh, Keyshawn. Keyshawn settled up. Did you catch this, man? Oh, yeah. Settled up with ESPN for $18 million. $18 million to not work. $18 million to go away. Yeah, fired one year into the contract, if memory serves. Unbelievable. That's, why is he back? Remarkable. Probably because Skip said, "Hey, Keyshawn." Yep, that sounds like a that smells like money to me. Good for Keyshawn, man. That's uh, that's amazing. And then you bring on Michael Irvin, who uh, I don't know what what did Michael Irvin been doing? I, I don't even remember. He's been what. a he CU, got, well, inspiring young Bowl. minds, getting yeah. them ready for this TCU yeah. game on Saturday. That's what Michael Irvin's been doing. Uh, but aside from that, what, what's well, Michael Irvin? He doing? was at NFL Network. And yeah. then got in trouble for yeah. something at a hotel. The Super Bowl, Super Bowl coverage. Yeah. And he's been off the air since then. How many years has that been? That was this Super Bowl. This year. Oh, this year. Okay. Yeah. That was a weird situation. Uh, so you too. got three guys with great personalities, and, you know, and then you got Skip. So. What did it sound like on the first day? On every level. What I'm talking about doing, I want championships on every level doing. I don't know how you're going to Okay, translate anybody for me there. <laughs> That's Playmaker in his most 
finest form right there. <laughs> just going, I think they're talking about trying to catch a football. That's bad advice. You don't How is that bad advice? Because if you're telling kids to catch with their body and not no, their no, hand. Sure, you got to listen to what he's saying. No, no. no. Thank I understand you, what he's saying. Thank you. But what I'm saying, what I'm saying, I play quarter. Okay. <laughs> Can we get rid of Skip Bayless and Keyshawn and just do Richard Sherman and Michael Irvin? I would watch that show. I mean. If you catch me in your body, you bringing it that close and I'm on your back, I'm getting that out of here. Every single time. I'm getting that out of here. You're not breathing in your body. still in the room. At the stage. What I'm saying is, y'all are making excuses. That's the longest I've ever heard a Skip Bayless show without him chiming in. What's the review? What do you guys think? KJ. At this pace is not sustainable. I'm just going to call it straight. So if this is the new version of Undisputed, they got, they got about a year of this, and then people going to... A year? Yeah, that didn't get a lot of years. 12 games. I'm telling you. He played 12 games. That doesn't make it a week, buddy. <laughs> Not a year. Drew, Drew, um, what do you think? That's awful. And I and I and I can't stand Skip Bayless, so it'd be hard for me to get in on it anyway. I like Richard Sherman. I actually think Richard Sherman's really good. But uh Irvin and yeah, no, Keisha, no, nah, I'm good. Hey, nah. As someone who works behind the scenes, dude, like the executive producer of that show has to be stressed out every day. I'm talking about is they have no control. They have zero control. Man, he is hitting the bottle. All right, <laughs> hitting the bottle. <laughs> Matt, what do you think? I assume I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt and assume that that was just day one, and that from here on out, it's going to be a rotation. Like, there's no way you can keep going back to that well. There really, just you can't isn't. keep doing this. No, we're letting you. We're, we're trying. Y'all are making excuses. No, you can't. You can't. Can't no. do that. That show's not sustainable. Two guys on TV yelling at each other. That's okay. Right, well, four is too much. Let me tell you, we got four of us right here, so I want to do a social experiment. All right, let's do it. Okay. Do we have to each pick another person? Like, we can't all pick the same person. I'll tell you. I'll tell you. Okay. I want you to pick whatever you want to talk about. KJ, pick whatever. Drew, I mean, whatever you want to talk about. It doesn't matter what anybody else is talking about. Whatever you want to talk about it. I just need you to do it as loud as you can for 10 seconds. Okay? Okay, Drew. Are we getting a countdown here? Uh, I'll give you a countdown. Okay. Drew? How was the countdown? Three, two, one, or one, two, three? You'll you'll, you'll, hang in there, Matt. (laughs) A priest and a rabbi walking in the bar. What colors the uh, What colors the bar? Squirrel. All right, all right, Drew, you good? I'm good. You got something? Got it. Kate, you ready, Matt? I'm I'm born ready. Ten Matt. seconds, as as loud as you can. Three, two, one. Well, I think that sounds like a great show. All right, we're, we're coming back for break. We're coming back for break. Ready? Three, two, one. And I'm going to get this. This is the best thing I've ever heard. What are you talking about? I can't believe you would ever say that. And that's why size doesn't matter. I'm sorry. Whoa. What? Uh, no, I just, no, no, just said it was CD Lamb party through 15 years. No, I just said it was CD Lamb. I said he dropped some balls early on. Let me break it down. Hey, Skip, good luck. Yeah, he's have, got zero control of that situation. Have, have fun with that show. Meanwhile, Skip is just sitting there, like, saying nothing. I mean, listen, it, listen. Here's, here's what I think it is with Skip. I think he's a 70-year-old man 
who's wearing, you know, cologne and chains. And oh, really, so much cologne. Can you imagine getting in an elevator with Skip Bayless? And I, oh. I, I think he's probably just a little bit tired of being hated by everybody. I think he is. I think he is. And I think what he sees here is this is a way just to ride it $8 million a year into the sunset and, uh, you know, whatever. This is just whatever he feels like is going to draw the most eyes. I don't know if, maybe, but, That's you know. That's all it is. He, Skip Bayless will be doing this job as he's lowered into the grave, my friend. This is this is Skip Bayless's yeah, life. Uh, he's going off into the sunset. Yeah. But I think he, what, I can't imagine after the show. Hey, good show, everybody. Wait, 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 out of here. Way to scream at, at each other. Uh, you guys want to do lunch? Absolutely not. Okay, one more time as we go to break. You guys ready? One last time. Okay. Three, two, one. And he can't even do this again. He's talking about He will just And that's why the Broncos win. Big story of the day is coming up next.